0: The Go Blue Crew. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick, joined by Derek Devine. This is episode 141 of the Go Blue Crew. Derek, last time we talked, we were getting ready for a Maryland game that, of course, didn't happen. And then Ohio State gets canceled because Michigan is dealing with a COVID 19 outbreak. And then there's the the Jim Harbaugh stuff, the rumors floating around about, you know, a possible contract that's in his court to sign. Uh, early signing period starts next Wednesday. All of these things are coming together on the football front. And we haven't even talked about basketball yet this season. We'll get there, you know, one of these days. But this has been a wild, like, week and a couple days. How have you uh, processed everything?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it started with the uh, Maryland cancellation, which you know happened about an hour after I finished editing last week's podcast. So that's always that's how it goes. Always perfect timing. Um, yeah, I mean that that wasn't a huge surprise, uh, just because we had gotten some you know information uh, even after we had recorded. I think we re- did an earlier week record. We usually record Thursday night, like it is now. Um, so I wasn't super surprised about that. Um, there were people talking about, you know, it's likely or it could happen that the Ohio State game will be canceled. And like you said, it's been kind of a, a crazy week and a half. We kind of sat around and and obviously found out earlier this week that it, it would be the case that Michigan-Ohio State is canceled. Um, and then, yeah, lingering throughout and, and even back beyond that, further back, um, this kind of whole what's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh um, has been – looming and and I think that you know we've gone through phases this season of how we felt, you know, how any stance or lack of stance we've taken on on this podcast, you know, I've seen people that have said, you know, fire hardball, we're we're done, reverse course and say, hey, you know what? Like maybe it doesn't make sense to hire someone in the middle of a pandemic. But, yeah, it's a whirlwind. And, I mean, the reality is outside of maybe a couple of the the beats and sources you can trust, which are few and far between, and even they don't know, you know, all the answers right now, uh, it's just a guessing game. And I think everybody collectively, no matter how they feel about Jim Harbaugh, how they feel about playing Ohio State, not playing Ohio State, um, I think we're just ready for some clear answers. And so the answers I'm looking for are, what's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh and then what happens for this team the rest of the season Uh, will they play uh, next weekend and and during the big 10 championship week uh, beginning paired with the team will they accept a bowl invite as you know you don't have to have a certain number of wins this year will they sit out like you know some players are deciding to across the the country with different programs saying you know what we're just kind of sick and tired of this isolation thing. We've been through a lot since June. We're, we're going to opt not to play as a team. So, yeah, there's a lot of unknown. Um, you know, whatever we say is probably going to be out of date by the time we hit end um, on reporting <laughs> tonight. But that's just kind of the season it is. And, you know, whether you hit the blogs or the forums or, or wherever you go for information, everybody has an opinion. And I guess we'll see what ends up happening, hopefully, in the next week.
0: I guess I'm okay if it's obsolete by that point because all we can do is try, and I feel like so far we've we've been mostly lucky, uh, you know. Last week, notwithstanding, but here's the thing: Michigan's two and four, and you said you're looking for answers, and I do have at least one answer. Like Michigan dodged a bullet by not having to play Ohio State. That's the consensus I know because. The Buckeyes would have steamrolled this team. It would have made 2018 and 2019 look like good competitive football games. There's that part, but then there's also the part with Jim Harbaugh. Like, let's say um, the two sides here, Harbaugh and in the athletic department, manual, Manuel, uh, they're coming to an agreement here on some kind of an, an extension. And there there are reports out there of, of, of this being like a three year deal. Um, if that's announced before the Ohio State game, then the first game on this new contract with the coach you know you you have going forward, at least uh, you know, into the next couple of years, is is not getting off on a good foot. You know, that that's a slaughtering that you don't want to kind of be hanging over you uh, into the offseason and the rest of the way. Or you take that beating and then you come out with this contract extension we you know we have our coach here is Jim Harbaugh and and it's like really like we just watched the same thing happen 3 years in a row and it feels kind of redundant at this point so the fact that michigan did not play that game i, I it helps helps the program save face because that was just going to be an ugly situation no matter what and 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 i think that's kind of like a step past what we were all initially thinking was, like, nobody wants to play Ohio State this year. Uh, You know, Michigan would have no business hanging around in a game against Ohio State, especially with the COVID-19 situation, which, you know, I mean, they would have been depleted, uh, a number of players, and and inevitably some of those players would have been, like, good, important players. I mean, it just, it would have been ugly on on so many fronts. Just very thankful that game did not happen.
1: I saw some people in Ohio State's camp um, kind of talk about you know, back way back in the day, 13 years ago now, Jim Harbaugh and, and Stanford were 41-point underdogs and went on to beat USC with a quarterback that had never started before um, and a close one. And, you know, I, it's just funny to see that angle. You know, likely that was never going to happen. We, we both know that. Um, one, good things don't happen to Michigan like that. And two, it's a much different situation because even being underdogs back then, it wasn't a depleted team. Uh, because of COVID and injuries, um, and and not during a you know a year of a pandemic, but I thought that was a, a funny take, you know, mostly sarcastic, I'm sure, but you know got people chatting. Um, but yeah, I think you know not playing sucks for the players and it sucks for the coaches. Um, you know, I don't I don't think anyone, and you saw some players, you know, post some things about it on social. I don't think anyone was looking to duck Ohio State um, and not play, but you know the reality is they're dealing with you know a pandemic and in some positive cases Um, and, you know, I'm sure Ohio state's disappointed. I'm sure, you know, and I know that Ohio state's fans are off the wall mostly because they're worried about the implications for the big 10 championship and the college football playoff. Um, You know, we'll leave that to other people to debate um, whether, you know, the big 10 and Sibley are are doing the right thing in those, in that regard. But yeah, I mean, I think, where I want to focus is exactly what you said. If you if you do an extension before the game and you get slaughtered, it looks bad. If you do an extension after the game and you're slaughtered, it looks equally as bad. Um, the longer this takes, the the more I feel like, uh, see, so yeah, I keep going back and forth, which is why it's you know hard to even end up having a take because I, at first I was like, you know, the longer it takes, they're just waiting to announce this extension. Um, and now I'm in more in the camp of, you know, the longer it takes, the more time they're giving Harbaugh to, you know, figure out something else to do, or they're maybe, you know, looking for coaches undercover. But the reality is, I I think we were focused on, you know, what it would look like either before or after the Ohio state game, but I'm just worried now that they were trying to, you know, delay this because of, you know, not because of public reactions, but. You know, I just I think about the kids on signing day and that's kind of where all my focus is is right. it just seems wrong no matter what the case is. If if you're extending him, you know, what's the hold up? If you're not, which is why I feel like it's turning into a situation where he's not gonna be around in twenty twenty one. It seems like you would, you know, accelerate that either way. I mean, regardless, waiting until the nineteenth or saying you're gonna wait until the nineteenth after signing day just seems you know, more wrong every hour that ticks away. Uh, and you've got big recruits that were, you know, that are committed or were committed um, making these decisions, trying to figure out where to sign. And I just think the longer this takes, the the less likely you're going to uh, chance you have to get those guys. Um, and you might start losing others as well, even though people have come out and said, you know, I believe Harbaugh can get the job done. I want to play for Harbaugh. I'm committed to Michigan no matter what. Um, yeah, feel for the kids and feel for the, the families. I mean, there are, everyone's dealing with enough in general with the pandemic. No one's had a normal experience, you know, anywhere in the U.S. during any of this. Um, and then just to you know be committed to Michigan and, and planning to sign, but you know having that unknown, it's got to be a very uncomfortable feeling.
0: Yeah, I think it's totally okay that you're sitting there like I don't really know what to think about this. Uh, you know, possibility that Jim Harbaugh is coming back on an extension because I'm pretty much in the same boat. And I think most people are, you know, you kind of go back and forth. Like it, I don't, I don't think we can look at Twitter and see all of the the really negative stuff and be like, well, that's how Michigan fans feel. It's obviously more than that. And it's, it's much more nuanced than you can wrap up and do a tweet or a comment on Facebook. There is a part of me that is like really drawn to the stubborn, quirky Jim Harbaugh who kinda of is like bullheaded and and he's just like determined to find a way and, and to figure it out. Like I'm I'm pretty well drawn to that. I, I like that. But then there's another part of me that that knows the flaws in this program aren't as aren't as simple as like, you know, the defensive coordinator or or anything like that. It's it's I don't think it's as simple as um you know, replacing replacing a guy here and a guy there, and you're like, well, okay, here we are. This is Michigan again. It seems a little deeper than that, and and so it's gonna it's gonna have to come down to Jim Harbaugh changing some things. That I think about the way he he operates the program, the the culture of the program. Not to say that you know we we're, we're in there and, and know exactly what's going on. That's just you know the vibe I get sitting here on the outside uh, in year six is that. There are, some, there are some flaws in this program that, that he is going to have to address at a deeper level. And, and you know, I can't say he's not willing to do it, but I think it's against his personality, definitely, to, to make uh, any kind of sweeping change. And, and you can understand that. But, you know, I'm like you. I, I kind of go back and forth on this and, and I see it in two different ways. Um, more than anything, though, I just want some clarity. I want to know should I be upset? Should I be angry? Should I be happy? It's sort of like when you when you uh, flip a coin and you know to make a decision about if you're going to go to the movies or, or go on a walk and, and you, you really don't know what you want to do and then you flip a coin and uh, you're like, okay, heads, I'm going to the movies And, and your instinct, if you see heads and, and you're a little elated, you'll say, okay well that's really what I wanted to do this whole time. I don't know if you've ever played that trick on yourself but this feels like one of those things where I'll know how I feel about it after it happens.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely done that. And that's, I mean, right on with how I, I feel, I I just feel like, you know, I think the waiting game is, it was inevitable. Uh, I don't love, you know, the way it was handled, obviously, you know, and and reporters are doing their jobs. They're going to ask the tough questions and, you know, everyone on that that last call press conference knew that questions about Jim Harbaugh's future would be answered. But to to specifically come out and say, you know, we're not going to have a decision until the season ends like we've told you all along, um, you know, part of me feels like that's just the prepared response because they knew they were going to be asked and didn't want to make it much more than that. But, I mean, that's deliberately saying, yeah, we're going to watch signing day pass by and then let you know what's happening, which is, you know, wrong on so many levels to so many people. Um, I'm right with you in, you know, what I like about Harbaugh and, and, you know, probably similar with what, you know, worries me about having him stay around. I think the thing that I keep thinking about is how could this actually work? And I think more and more it just, you know, becomes clear that it it's probably not going to. Um, whether or not it's a you know three-year extension that was floated earlier this week, or five, or you know he just goes through his contract and gives buys Michigan you know a year to to find another coach, which would you know suck for recruits and they'd probably lose a lot. Um, you know I I just am trying to figure out personally, which is not even my job to do so, or or our jobs or anyone's job, but but Harbaugh and, and the administration is how this can work, and I. Um, you know, hopped on, I love the athletic and I believe you, you know, at least in the past have, you know, subscribed to the athletic.
0: Oh, I still um, do. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I, I love what they, what they do. And I joined the Q and a today. And one of the things that's been on my mind and I knew what the answer would probably be from, you know, Austin Meek and Nick Bumgardner but I asked, you know, if, if top tier um, assistants or even former head coaches would, would even see uh, Michigan as a, a destination, you know, and, and my question was as a chance to be, you know, the head coach, knowing that, you know, whether it's next year or three years, um, Jim Harbaugh will likely not be around. And again, this is all assuming is back. Um, and you know, the response I got from both is, you know, that one's doesn't really work. And if, if they get rid of Harbaugh, they will probably be cutting ties with everybody. But the thing that stood out is, you know, the mention from, um, Austin and Nick about how it's just like, you know, working with Harbaugh during this time is maybe not the best career move for an up and coming <laughs> coach. And, you know, you, you think about and everyone's had different job experiences. Um, you know, this isn't really a, a place to, to talk about that, but, you know, some people have good experience with bosses and some people have not so good experiences. And at times for some people, there's a time to move on. Um, because, you know, some workplaces can be toxic. Some workplaces can bring a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, I think it's spot on with the response of, you know, it, it might not be smart for people to come. And I say all this because in a world where Harbaugh is the coach next year, uh, and this talk of, you know, he needs to clean house and get a new D coordinator. And, you know, maybe it's time for even Gaddis to go. Like, let's just, you know, make turn him into a complete CEO, you know, and he just cleans house top to bottom like Brian Kelly did back in the day after a, you know, three and nine or whatever it was season. But I think it's really striking that thought of, you know, do people really even want to join him on staff with all of the uncertainty? And that to me is what's scary about a a return for Harbaugh is, you know, you might not even get top talent to come coach with you just because of how unstable the situation has turned. And, And to me, you know, that's a sign more than ever that it, it is very likely time to move on. It's just a matter of if they will do so or not.
0: I think there's a positive spin you could put on that though, and you can look at Josh Gaddis as an example where Jim Harbaugh goes and gets him and says, Here are the keys to my offense, do with it what you will. And this is kind of Josh Gaddis's time to audition and show uh you know, not only his boss, but but Every other head coach around the country, every other athletic director around the country, like, hey, this is what I can do when somebody gives me like a real chance to 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 put my fingerprint on this program, and so maybe that's the appeal. I I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's hard to put myself in the mindset of like an assistant coach out there, but uh, that I think that's possible. You know, that that there are coaches out there who would um, who who would like the opportunity to do things a little bit more their own way than than what they're dealing with that, their current position um, maybe, but maybe I'm totally off on that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, in a situation where Harbaugh's back, I think, you know, he, I think he struggled as CEO and that's the head coach's role. So if you don't have that, like, what are you doing as a head coach? But I think there's been all this talk in the past of, from not wanting to name an offensive coordinator to not being clear who's calling plays Um, to to hoping that a hire like Josh Gaddis means Jim Harbaugh stepping back it seems like he did step back for Don Brown to to run the defense the way he wanted to run and you know it worked for many years Uh, and you know without the talent there and you know without being able to make adjustments it's clear that it can be exposed and it's very clear that it fell off completely this year talking about the defense and I just, you know, for it to work, if he comes back, um, he's got to really just let go. And the guys that do end up on staff really have to be given free reign to do what they need to do. Like you mentioned, I I think that's, you know, paired with kind of the thoughts I received today about do coaches even want to tether themselves to someone who's clearly on the ropes, um, I mean, can you sell the fact that, hey, you know what? Things haven't worked out for us the last five seasons. You know, we haven't beaten Ohio State. We haven't been great against ranked teams. We haven't been good in bowl games at all. But, you know, they're keeping me around. They believe in me and I believe in you. And, you know, I'm going to let you actually have full reign of the offense or full reign of the defense. I mean, can Jim Harbaugh do that? That's yet to be known. But that's, to me, that's the only way this works out is if he completely – you know, steps back and and lets guys do their thing schematically um, and do their thing on the recruiting trail too. Um, You know, I I think he can be hands-on and should be as a head coach, but, you know, I I think he's got to find guys that are willing to help him turn it around, and he's got to be willing to make some adjustments that maybe he's never had to make before in his career. Um, And, you know, we've said this, and a lot of people have said this, he's never been somewhere for very long this is the longest he's been somewhere and you know, you can't continue um, being yourself. If you can't continue being yourself, like it's clear that he's not anymore. Um, You've got to find some people that can bring you back to that, some sort of normal at least. Um, And if that's not going to happen, then, you know, it doesn't matter if it ends in a year or three years or five years from now, it just doesn't seem like anything's going to get better.
0: Yeah. Since you mentioned recruiting, we, we know that, um, You know, Harbaugh hasn't had, like, a bad recruiting class, and you wouldn't expect that at Michigan, but just struggling to get into that top tier up with the Ohio States and the Alabamas and Clemsons of the world who who just routinely pull top five classes. You know, that's not been Jim Harbaugh in Michigan right now. He's got the number nine class. This is according to 24-7 in the country, um, number two in the Big Ten. Xavier Worthy, though, you know, he, he may or may not be uh, coming to Michigan he's currently listed as a commit because I mean, he has committed and it's just that he announced on social media that he'll be choosing between Alabama and Michigan and never like your odds when you're going up against Alabama and anything when it comes to football, uh, early signing period starts next Wednesday, last couple minutes here, you know, it's still possible that Michigan plays another game this season in that, uh, uh East West crossover on the 19th, uh, Michigan would be, you know, a bottom tier team. I'm trying to place these – I'm trying to do these standings quickly in my head because uh, the the conference's website I'm looking at doesn't factor in uh, tiebreakers right now. But, you know, you you might be looking at like – Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska situation. Uh, I mean, do you even care if Michigan plays this game? Do you care if they win, if they do play? Like, how are you feeling?
1: I mean, if they play, I'd love to see a win just because I think, you know, for the players alone um, and, you know, any coaches that may be around next year, I think, you know, ending the season on a win or at least the the conference season on a win, you know, to be determined what happens with Bulls this year. um, I think, you know, a win is great. They haven't had enough of them. And, you know, no, even if you win that game in a bowl game, it's still not enough with how the season's gone. It'd be better, but it's, you know, not good enough. Um, But yeah, no, overall, I I don't care if they play. And in fact, I just am so focused on wanting to know, you know, what the, even the short-term future is going to look like. um, And then especially the long-term future that that's, that's really all I care about. I I mean, Michigan could not play again until, you know, fall 2021. And that's fine with me. I think, you know, I speak probably for a lot of people. I, I think we just want answers on, you know, what the future of the head coaching position looks like, because that's going to, you know, matter more than this last conference game during a championship made up championship weekend for all teams, except for the top two. And yeah, and then whatever, you know, bowl game there may or may not be. So yeah, I mean, if they play great, find a way to somehow get a win against a team you should probably be beating uh, because you probably shouldn't be at the bottom of the Big Ten anyway. That's just kind of where things have fallen. Uh, and if you don't play, then, you mean, by the 19th, you um, uh, I mean, that would mean the season is over if you're not playing. I don't think that they're going to come out and say, oh, well, we've, we've accepted this bowl invite, and now we're not going to decide on Jim Harbaugh until January 1. I don't see that happening. But, yeah, I mean – ask me again next week after there's been a decision made. But as of now, I I don't care. And it's weird saying that uh, because I was, I was against the whole, you know, let's dodge Ohio state. I'm glad that they might not play uh, just because I know that players do want to play. But, you know, at this point, even if I was a player, I'd say, Hey, you know, like Boston college just announced, like we're done. Like we are sick and tired and, you know, burnout. Um, Let's just focus on next year.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you might be able to get off on a technicality here. I mean, if you're like you know all of us waiting around on this uh, head coaching decision, um, Ward Manuel and Jim Harbaugh keep saying end of the season, end of the season. Well, I mean, if if it comes to it, Michigan cannot play this crossover game because of the COVID nineteen situation, and and you're talking like you know Monday or Tuesday uh, is called off. Well, I mean, that's the end of the season, right? I mean, surely, like you said, they're they're not factoring in some kind of bowl game and we have to wait around another three weeks or whatever. So maybe that would speed things up. I don't know. I'm just trying to see the bright side and everything. And, and of course, uh, you know, it would never hurt to have some kind of clarity for recruits who are about to make this enormous decision in their lives. Uh, I certainly feel bad for them, but really quickly uh, off the wall, just what does your gut tell you, is Jim Harbaugh back next year? Um, you know, whether that's an extension or whether in the unlikely event that nothing happens and he's just kind of writing out his contract, do you think he's back?
1: As of Thursday, December tenth at just after six thirty PM Eastern time, I say no. I just think okay. you know, as the the longer this drags on, whether it's to, you know, buy time to search for NFL gigs or You know, I think the longer this drags on, it just makes less and less sense of why there would be an extension. Because again, you're, if you're not going to be around and it's after signing day, um, that just looks really bad. And if, even if a deal happens this weekend or doesn't happen this weekend, um, say, you know, on Sunday, we find out he's off to the NFL. That's not enough time to find your head coach and save your class either. So I think disaster is written all over this year's recruiting class. Either way, and so for me, the fact that it's taking this long just gives me the gut feeling that he's he's not around next year.
0: My gut tells me he is. I, I you know, for whatever reason, I just this is kind of how I I feel about it. I think I think uh, he, he's going to be working on some kind of extension, you know, whether that's three years or whatever. Uh, my gut tells me he'll be back. So hopefully, I mean, by the time we get here and do this next week, maybe we'll know for sure. And, uh, you know, considering how miserably I did in our predictions for games, this could make up for some lost ground there.
1: Hey, I'd be, you know, I'm just going to roll with whatever happens either way because we don't really have a choice as fans. But, you know, if I will say if we do not have an answer by next week, you know, Thursday when we normally podcast or sometimes we'll try
0: on a Tuesday I will be severely disappointed. I look I, I kinda look forward if if that's what it if that's what it comes down to, I wanna see like a severely disappointed uh Derek Devine coming on the podcast. I think that'd be kind of funny. Maybe something to look forward to. Um yeah, so as of now, don't really know what's happening with the rest of Michigan's season, don't know what's happening with Jim Harbaugh, all of that with early signing period coming up uh next Wednesday. So Take care, do some self-care stuff this weekend, whatever that looks like, and uh, we'll see you next week. Go Blue.
1: Go Blue.